Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? Sponge Blake drunk pants. Absorbent and yellow and porous is he. Uh, I am uh, hungover. Can you not see? I think that's how the lyrics go. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was is that, this? Was, was that funny? Was that like a good opening bit? Was no. That, what <laughs> the fuck was that? It wasn't funny. There wasn't really a setup. There wasn't a punchline. There was just like, it was just SpongeBob, but you being hungover. Can you explain to me where this came from? You came in so confident. You were like, check this shit out. Oh, I got the heat to start this episode off. Here's a joke that I wrote at 5 a.m. when I was drunk as fuck. Is that what that was? No. Uh, for, okay, 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 okay. So. <laughs> well, you, no, I, you paused I, I, the show. The you told me to wait to because you needed to look it up because it was written down somewhere. You had to pull this up. You wrote this. At some point, Blake was like, I need to write this one up and I'm going to come back to it tomorrow. Okay, so okay. now you have to give us the story. So AJ and I and a couple of our friends were playing A Quiet Year last night and I I haven't like, I, I like to drink socially, Um so, like, I haven't drank in, like, two months. So, I went through three-fourths of a bottle of meat. You didn't even delicious. get through the whole thing, huh? <laughs> no, I didn't get through the whole thing because I didn't want to push myself. Also, it's not myself. like a bottle bottle. It was, like, maybe a 40-ounce meat. <laughs> yeah, it was... It was a, Here, hold on. Here, here. I have it. I have it. It is uh, 750 milliliters. Okay. So, it's, like, I believe that's a liter. Like, one liter of... I don't know. God, man, our, our friends in Sweden are going to look at us like we're fucking... <laughs> yeah, Jack has um, 750 milliliters so, does not make one full liter. That's not it, how the math works. <laughs> so, I uh, went through a lot of that, and then I woke up this morning with a massive hangover, and I just couldn't get SpongeBob out of my head. <laughs> so, like in the bathroom when I'm by myself, I'm just laughing alone, just like, just like, man, AJ's gonna really have a good time with that joke. Like, I'm really excited to use that as the opening to the episode. <laughs> So I'm just sitting there stroking my own fucking ego about You're like, how, this fucking, one. how fucking funny I'm going to be. This one's top tier. This one? Right. This joke? Oh, this one fucking bangs. All right. All right, Mr. Comedy Pants. I brought the heat with my with my hangover. Do You, ha- you have some you, uh, AJ Science Corner to do, right? Yeah, let me... Welcome to AJ Science Corner. How's it going? Uh, it's me. Dr. AJ. Um, what this is you, the what other is, bit which, that what's we were your doctorate in? Uh, my doctorate is in science stuff. <laughs> Important background information. Let me just pull the curtain uh-huh, back a little uh-huh. bit. Um, Blake and I came in and we were like, all right, what's going to be the opening bit? And Blake was adamant that he was going to bring his heat. Uh, so I get to bring my heat now too. And my heat is just the sentence. It's pretty fucked up that you can't taste with the bottom of your tongue. It took me like a good 30 seconds to process what you were saying. And then it sounds fa- like fake bullshit, right? Like when I say that, you <laughs> like your immediate thought is like, AJ, what's wrong with your tongue? But then you need to test it. And you're like, oh, God, I can't taste with the bottom of my tongue either. Just grab grab a switch uh, game chip because those are notoriously taste bad and just put it under your tongue. Not like the tip. Like the, you can taste with like the no, bottom of the No, put the whole cartridge your in your mouth so you could potentially ruin your cartridge at the same time. So it's just a bad experience overall. <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's really fucked up. 
Now, as you've certainly guessed, everybody, welcome back to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast, where we take your lovely submissions from all sorts of different places on the internet we could, and we, turn those huh? into the next AAA titles. Should we should we say where they can send us submissions? Yeah. I feel like I feel like that's that's what professionals do. <laughs> That is what prof- <laughs> no, well, that's what the professional podcasts do. Uh, you can I'm not going to be a, oh. a, a sucker for big podcast. If people want to submit, they they can find us. Oh, you want to you want to make them put in a little bit of effort? Like, what? yeah. All right, all right, all right. They need to prove it. Until I can work out a better <laughs> intro, they have to prove it to us. <laughs> all right, AJ. Yeah. Do you want to do a submission or do you want me to bring the heat? Because I'm obviously in the correct mindset. You obviously cannot be trusted to bring the heat, so I'm going to open us up. (laughs) Okay, tell us about it, brother. I got a submission here from Calvin and Hobbies at Calvin and Hobbies. Muppets Dynasty Warriors. Wait, Dynasty Warriors, if I remember correctly, that is the fighting game, but you can move around the 3D environment, but you're still locked on an axis to where it... It looks like Street Fighter, but the camera's, like, rotating around you. No, what the fuck game are you talking about? I thought that was Dynasty Warriors. No, Dynasty Warriors was one of those, uh, I believe the dev team, I forget what the dev team is named, but it's one of those games where, like, you have your cool action hero, and there's, like, a million hundred little dudes running around, and you smack them, and, like, a bunch of them go flying. Oh, I think think I'm thinking of Tekken, by the way. Oh, you might be thinking of Tekken, the fighting game. Actually, yeah, no. no. Was it Tekken or Samurai Showdown? Uh, Tekken is the 3D arena. Samurai Showdown is a normal 2D fighting arena. Okay, so I think I think I am thinking of Tekken. Tekken is the one that has like the tiger dude, right? Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. Because I remember when you and I were watching Evo last year, I remember looking at that and being really fascinated. Yes, Tekken rules. This is not about Tekken. Okay. This is about Dynasty Warriors, the game where you fight like 100 million people on screen. Uh, and it's been kind of duplicated into other games, uh, Hyrule Warriors. Um, oh, really? Yeah, there's a Fire Emblem one. Um, the the One Piece Whoa, Pirate looks, Warriors games follow this, looks this system. This fantastic. Why have I never played this? This looks awesome. The the Berserk video game that you've wanted to play a couple times, that's mm. a, a system like this. Like, oh. just like hundreds and hundreds of enemies. Your character will have like big wide attack swings and mm. you just fight hundreds. It's like junk food video games, right? Like there's mm. no like real deep mechanics here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just really satisfying to watch the little damage ticker in the bottom so, tick up of how many people you've killed. Really quickly, I feel like the biggest thing we need to figure out this. Okay, so the core mechanic is you're playing a Muppet and you're taking on hordes of enemies. We need to figure out what the hordes of enemies are. Human and beings. No, I want to... I, there's something that is in a great supply right now, and it is also a cartoon character. And there's... Minions. Yes! There are thousands. <laughs> there are thousands of them. So obviously that's what we gotta be doing. So it's like, it's a cartoon battle of the Muppets versus Minions. So like, maybe... Here's the back. Here's the backstory. Here's the backstory to our, our 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 thing. I don't think Disney officially owns the Muppet characters yet because I know they tried acquiring them forever ago, but I think they are still owned by the Henson Company. But this is a world where they are being acquired by uh, Universal instead, and now the minions are trying to fight to maintain their space. <laughs> so it's just this all-out brawl. And you know what the backdrop to our our fucking fighting game is? 
Is it Universal City? Walk? It's just it's just all of Universal Studios, dude. So like each <laughs> level is like a different themed ride that you fight on that has its own mechanic, like environment mechanics in it. Yeah. So, so like, like there'll be one level where you're like fighting on the Jurassic World level. So like yeah. while you're in there, like as Kermit the Frog, karate chopping all of these hundreds yeah, of minions yeah, yeah. to like death. Uh-huh. Uh, there's like a big T Rex that's gonna be walking around in the background, just and fucking, you gotta make sure that he doesn't get a hold of you. Just chomps you, dude. He'll like. It, like periodic also there's also the uh the water dinosaurs that'll come up and just like like croco- crocodile style gr- grab somebody and drag them away <laughs> okay hold on <laughs> there's something very funny and satisfying about the idea of seeing kermit the frog and getting stuck in a death roll from a gator <laughs> with his big fl- <laughs> his big floppy arms <laughs> yeah like his big long arms just flopping around as the gator just twists and turns <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know what? You now, know what are some of the fighting styles? That re- these really, really quickly, AJ, because I want to make a reference to some to like I think one of the funniest jokes you've ever made, like on podcast and outside podcast. Um, we make the gator mechanic really overtly like flawed at the beginning, to where it happens more often than not. And our first patch notes is called Nerf the Gators. Gators OP. <laughs> gators OP. Nerf Gators, please. <laughs> that is one of my favorite shows from this it is, podcast. It is probably too. the funniest thing we you this podcast <laughs> that has come out of this podcast, hands down. Um, okay, so we have our Dynasty Warriors game. So it's uh, the hordes of minions. And maybe as the game goes on, because uh, in the second Minions movie, they become more powerful, like, but they get turned into great crazy They do get turned into evil Minions. So maybe later in the game that happens. Or we can take the idea that different supervillains have different forms of Minions, so it's not just the same enemy. No, we've done that joke already. Really? Yeah, uh, with the Minionized, the uh, Minion-based legal counsel game where the Minions had all unionized. It's okay if you don't remember. I hold that game (laughs) very near and dear to my heart because because I just love the Uh Minions and the Despicable Me-verse so much. That's right. You are like a hyper fan of Despicable Me. I don't like the Minions movie, but I do really like Despicable Me 1, 2, and 3. They're all, like, really fucking good. Like, spe- good especially actually. Despicable Me 2. I think that is one of my favorites. Because it's just, like, it took a lot of the energy and the wholesomeness of the first one, but then was like, hey, what if we threw, like, a crazy-ass big plot <laughs> that... Because that was, like, I feel the first time they expanded the universe and was like, hey, yeah, there's more super. Yeah, that's what sequels grew. are used for. Yeah. Man. Well, I mean, okay, yeah, you can sum it up to basic parts and make it less wonderful, but still, it's cool. I liked it. I liked it. I think my favorite part of Despicable Me 2 was that they had these giant, like, tortilla chip uh, sombreros <laughs> that had uh, guac all in the rim. Fuck! I think that was really cool. God, I would love to do that. When we can party again, that's what we'll do. I want to get a guac hat. Get a guac hat. All right. Uh, that's a power up you can get this game. I didn't know if you knew that. But <laughs> so so, <laughs> uh, what's animal? Animal walks around with a guac hat and he can just like grab. He because gra- the guac is real. It's like not a guac. Maybe he has a salsa hat. So when he throws it, it's like a fireball. He's like our. Ooh, I like that. He's our caster character. So yeah. he he throws flaming salsa fireballs at the minions. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, can you name any other Muppet characters? Because there's Miss Piggy, there's... Miss Piggy, Kermit the Frog, Fonzo, was that the name of one? 
I have no idea. The blue one with the big nose? I think it was an alien. To be honest, the only Muppet thing I know... The three Muppet things I know is that the Henson Company was almost acquired by Disney, and they almost turned Uh the park into... Have Muppets. Muppets Invade, I believe is what it was called. Uh, And I watched the pirate movie... Uh, Muppets Treasure Island and Muppets A Christmas Carol. And that's all I know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, one of the Muppets movie had a Muppet that was just like, looked like a human and he thought he was a human. And then I guess in the Muppet movie, he what found out he f- was made of felt. What the fuck? What? Yeah. Human Muppet. Uh, you see? You see what I'm saying? The you see what I'm feature, talking about? Uh, albeit style. Uh... Well, I mean, there's a couple characters that are Muppet, like that are humans. No, the chef's not human. I don't is know it, what the chef is, is it, but he is ain't it Dave, human. Is it Dave the human? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The only humanoid character to ever appear amongst the animals, Dave the human was a puppet version of Muppeteer Dave Golez. Footage material See, of a okay, real this human. Is wh- Okay, we just stumbled onto something because that article just says that it's the only humanoid Muppet. But you and I both know that the chef exists. So what the fuck is going on with him? And what is happening with those three old men? <laughs> if they're not humanoid, what are they? Uh, old people aren't humanoid, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. As as you become older, you 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 become you become bigger Less and stronger, <laughs> stronger the stronger than a than a human. <laughs> I don't know. Why don't you hit me with another video game? Oh, gonna hit you with another video game? All right. I I'm just worried that we're getting dangerously close to a real truth, and Jim Henson's going to kick our asses for it. The ghost of Jim Henson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, this one comes to us from "Don't you lie to me? I know you buried the treasure in your eyes." Uh, celebrity All Star Water Slide Racing. <laughs> really quickly, I feel like we need to discuss who do you think would be like the fastest at water slides. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito? I was going to say Danny DeVito, too, because he always looks like he's wet. Well, he's, he just yeah. looks He just looks like he can... He's, I'm the trash man, but, you know... He, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trash. <laughs> so, my reason for Danny DeVito is, like, there's just, like, a... There's just a hydro-aerodynamicness to him, right? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. he looks like he matches that, like, perfect level of, like, the hydrodynamicness that you need from a water slide and the aerodynamicness you need from the top part of the water slide. Like, he just looks like the perfect mix-mash of that speed and force. Okay, uh, you know who I'm going to pit up against Danny DeVito in a race? It is a, it is a, du- it's a duo team. It's Key and Peel, But specifically from the short where... Uh, Jordan Peele is like sweating profusely. So it's just through their combined powers, they are going to slip and slide together and they're a duo team. Third slide would be extra wet, wouldn't it? (laughs) All right. So how, what is the game here? Because like right now what we have is just like, we have two characters that have different aerodynamic and slidey, you know, stats and they're just going down a thing. I think it should be like something like, um, you ever play Wipeout for the Wii? <laughs> I know, I know. It's like kind of... I, it's what a, a fucking pull. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, you're on a you're on a set track, and it's just basically a bunch of timed events. So um, there's like I feel like you can do a thing where. Oh, excuse me. I'm I'm feeling the effects. Um, <laughs> 
basically it is this there are multiple lanes for slip and slides and you can like hop into different lanes so it's like a lane racer um like sonic like i think sonic's a really good example you know like how he's going down the rails and there's usually three that he can switch between okay i was actually thinking so the older games uh would have like the like it was a lane racer, but like rather than like three lanes, he had like five. Mm. I like this idea of a lane racer though, and maybe we. Oh, you know what? Uh, one of the Sonic games I want to say it was Sonic Heroes had like a level that you could do that threw out the lane racing completely, and the way it worked was like it was like a tube runner, but you could end up going like all the way up and down on the tubes. Oh, you mean uh, those were the bonus levels of I believe it was either it was either Sonic Two or Sonic Heroes. Where um, you're talking about the one where like you are in a half pipe that you can like sweat like yeah you're in a half pipe and mm, you're chasing after the chaos emerald that's maybe we ex- take a game system like that and in that's like the racer for this game okay real quick question just to decide it are we on the same tube or are we on opposing tubes because I feel mm. it would be more fun um, to because like this game can go up to like eight players imagine like eight celebrities all bumping each other into, like, spikes and holes and other obstacles throughout this pipe. Oh, I th- God, is this a party racer? I think this is could be, like, a fun party, party like, tube racing game. Yes, so, okay, it's a party tube racer. Mm-hmm, there's different, mm-hmm. like, there's different uh, people that you can all, like, play as, right? There's Danny mm-hmm. DeVito, there's Keen Peel. who are some other characters that we would love? Some other actors. These are not characters. These okay. are real people. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence, uh, uh, Chris Pratt, uh, Ab- Aubrey Plaza. Uh, is Michael Sarah kosher still, or did he become an asshole? I think he is an asshole, but I do want him in this game anyway. <laughs> Okay, and all of their skins that you can unlock through racing are just different their char- costumes from movies. Different I costumes see from their Michael movies. Michael Sarah in there, dressed as Scott Pilgrim, and Michael Sarah in there, just as the dude from Juno. <laughs> okay. Oh, we should also have the lady from uh, from Juno. She's an excellent actress. I forget yes. her. Na- I forget her name though. I used to know it like off the top of my dome, but I completely forgot. God, Juno's such a good movie. Actually, Juno man. is good. <laughs> oh man. Okay. All right, so there's. Uh, what are some of the obstacles that you, they would have to face? Because I feel like, um, what are obstacles that celebrities have to face? Because I feel it needs to be I like was thinking, that. I was trying to think of obstacles that water slides could run into. I was thinking things like a diaper, a uh, Band-Aid in the pool. Oh. Uh, Maybe a nice little rubber ducky. If you hit that, your character will like bounce into the air, and that's chaotic because mm-hmm. you don't know where you're going to land. You know, be kind of a fun like thing that makes the game really have a lot of pressure. Um, there is a... Uh, I forget what it's called, but it's like the the stage itself is like breaking behind you. So it's like you're running away from, oh, or, may- yeah. or maybe it's like a big ass beach ball, like a boulder from Indiana Jones. Like if you, <laughs> you have to outrace the boulder. So if like you can go slow, which will allow you to like, you can slow yourselves down, which will allow you to get through the obstacles really easily, but you still have to outrace this giant beach ball. Yeah. And, and then everybody has funny little death sounds. <laughs> I like that. All right. I think that's a game. It's a game. Yeah, hell yeah. Put a pin in that. Moving on. All right. Give me another one, brother. Uh, I got one here from... Oh, dang. I swapped away. Uh, I got one here, and let's go ahead and... I'm kind of feeling this racing mechanic system. Oh. 
I got something here from Caleb at Busto314, a horse race RPG where horses have powers based on their ridiculous names. <laughs> I also have that one. Let me scroll down and find it so I can go. Here's a list. Yep. Uh, you, you name one and I can name one. How about that? All right. These are, this is very funny because there's two horses back to back here. One is named Alpha Male. God and the damn other- it. <laughs> I, was li- I was literally looking at that one. <laughs> but it's not alpha male like you think. It's alpha male like like a delivery. But then the horse right after that is alpha male order. Uh-huh. There's another one here, alpha <laughs> mile and alpha miles. Like plural. Like, oh, that's a good name. I would like that one too also, actually. Mm-hmm. I'll just slap an S on that. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, what do we got here? There's a horse here named Category 4 Play. There's Don't know the powers there. There's another one I found. Uh, big Juicy, uh, and then Big Potato, <laughs> and then probably my favorite is, um, oh, God, where did it go? Where did it go? Uh, Bible Quest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one's stupid. I found one here just called Double Beige. Like, Double what the ba- fuck? Double Beige. Beige 2. Yeah, it's not really, like, an adjective that's fun <laughs> hey blake i need you to go to the d section because i found just a list of horse doctors oh god oh god oh my god dr pain <laughs> dr no dr moody dr mantra dr love without an e i'm a huge fan of dr good funk actually i found one that's really good dr successor mm-hmm. mm. so if that horse dies in the race it just comes right back oh shit Dragon like, suit. We got to think like RPG oh wise. All these horses oh have god. superpowers. Oh my god! Each, yeah, like each one of them has. It's because like for this game to work, we are going to have everything that is on this list. Um, <laughs> eligible gold diggers. Uh, <laughs> that's a good name for a horse. El Dainty. I like that. Electric waffle. Fuck yes. Oh my god. Um, for this to work, we're gonna have this whole catalog of horses but they each have one power and it's just a really simple mechanic of you're racing so you have to like press a like really fast that's the racing (laughs) thing and then like your trigger will activate the one power that you have so it's just really simple but there's like there's like hundreds of things here so there's like each one has its own unique power I found a horse here named Portrait of a Horse Player. (laughs) I found another one called Fort Angus and I just love that freaking out hell yeah oh my god all right we can look at these all day but we should talk about like okay so there's just a lot of dumb horse names ranchy fiesto (laughs) giant bob love that (laughs) all right all right so we should talk more about the game like what are you what are you thinking have we done a horse racing game already uh we did do that um uh horse uh earth defense horse which was like, the ba- was like the basketball which was part part basketball part horse racing uh-huh, game. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So God. is this already is this treaded ground already? Um horses with powers we have not discussed. 
And All right, let's talk about horses with superpowers. What I, does that look like? I feel it is horse racing with powers that you can use against the other horses. Oh, you know what the design aesthetic of this is? I, I don't know if you've played it yet, but like 51 Clubhouse Games has a bunch of things in there with, that are just like toy versions of games. Like it has Rock'em Sock'em Robots. It has, you know, baseball. It has uh, it has tennis. It has... Uh, um, God, what's the other one? Uh, yeah, I get you. Like, yeah. like it toy lo- sports. It looks like a toy. So it looks like that the like a toy racing set, like the thing we have in Vegas. Um, I want something a little bit more fidelity than that because, like, if these horses are going to be casting spells, I want them to be like, like animated to give those spells and maybe some fun little outfits. Maybe we could lean into something a little bit more like a Yoshi's Woolly World. Mm, okay, so it still has a little bit of cartoony aspects. Yeah, it's still cartoony. It still feels still crafted experiment and with fake. Animation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, now we can play with animation. Now we can make these horses dress up in fun wizard hats. Because <laughs> if it's an RPG, right? Rogue Temptation is gonna cast some. <gasps> That's spells. what we call it. it's wizard. It's wizard horse racing. It's like yeah. each each horse here is a wizard, and they are all casting spells as they race. So. But- are you they... know, like these are like these are going to be classes. These are different skills. Like, uh, there's a horse here named Rocket Science. That one's not a wizard. Maybe that one has a fun glass, it's... some fun glasses oh on, and has God. a turbo rocket strapped to its hip. That's like um, the that's like the new character from Arms. That's like, hey, I I don't have magical powers. Oh, actually, wait, that isn't a character from Arms. That's just a character from Story Break. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, there is a character from Arms that has a robot. Is that is that a character? Yes. Oh shit. Okay. So there's a character that doesn't have like the magical arms powers, so they built themselves a robot so they can compete. And I think that's just such a cute little mechanic. And I would love to. I'd love for one of our horses to have that. Uh, there's yeah. one called Hairpiece, and they're just bayonetta. It's just horse bayonetta. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is that so just... is there a system here, or is this? Oh, or is this going to be one of those games that like it's a racing game and like. We're going to release it with like 20 horses that all have unique skills. And then as time goes on, we're going to continue releasing horses that have new skills I think based on their names. I right? So like it starts off just 20 people and then we're on some League of Legends shit. And like three years down the road, we have 127 different horses. I think the thing that you can do is you take the new Smash game method where you release with like a core set of horses. You have like eight different horses you can choose from. And then suddenly challengers appear that you can then add to your roster. But there is also a circuit mode where it's like you go up against all of the horses on a trail. Like you've played the adventure mode in in, in Smash Bros, right? Uh, Smash 2 or uh, Smash which one? The because newest one. they've had one. a lot of adventure ones. The newest one for the Switch. Yeah, that's all right. The board, the Smash board. Yeah. So basically, you are going. You have this giant map of like the United States, or actually maybe the UK, because I, I, if I remember correctly, horse racing is bigger in the UK than it is here. Um, man, I might be super wrong. That's because that. the horses are bigger there, because we had to shrink them down to get them on the boats to bring them to the US. <laughs> but over in the UK, they're uh-huh. at, they're like normal, like. They haven't been bred big, to be small, so horses fucking, are way bigger over there. Their magic is much more powerful than our American horses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so basically, it's like that. So you just have this big circuit of the UK, and you're going from race to race to race, and each race presents a new kind of power that you have to deal with, and maybe some obstacles. 
like but there's he, like here's obstacle my thing hazards. is like I think that like the 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 broad scope of these horses is so big. So is this going to be a game that we launch with like a bunch of different characters, or is this going to be something that we slowly leak out and continue expanding on? Right. Because, I, I feel like, you could. Do we the start lead. the game as a race as a fun wizard horse racing you game, can... but rocket science is going to get in there somehow. You can do the league method where you launch with a bunch of characters, but still add characters over time. Okay. You know, we literally have. I'm I'm just gonna throw out a random number. We have 300 horses here. We can launch with a hundred from launch. Horse. Yeah, we can launch with a hundred horses and then just like release a new horse every month or like every week. Every week, horse Fridays, dude. Or horse every ho- week, there's a new horse. Hold up. Yes. Okay. So th- <laughs> okay, now we're on some shit. Mm-hmm. This is a, a a racing game, right? But mm-hmm. every week we're going to be releasing a new horse that has new skills, and mm-hmm. I think that like every horse only actually has two skills, right? This way that this way like the skills don't really matter. It's mostly about the racing game, and we're gonna mm-hmm. get some real race heads into this, right? We're yeah. gonna steal that great Gran Turismo fan audience because they're gonna be like, mm-hmm. a Bugatti Veyron again? <laughs> That's so last year. When I could be doing a race with Root Cannoli. So, really quickly, um, I just want to talk about, like, strangely, I want to talk about camera angles. Is this, like, a top-down thing, or is this, like, a Forza thing where you're, like, in the perspective of the horse? I want it to be a Forza thing where it's in perspective of the horse, and there's a couple different angles you can take. You can take, like, up, back, behind the horse. You could take the horse perspective. You could take, mm-hmm. like, if you were a jockey on the horse. Could you? Maybe you could take, like, a side angle of the horse. Could you do a thing that would... I think something that'd be really fun is... I like how, like, Trials has done it. You know, <coughs> the uh, the motocross racing game. You can, you can customize the bike itself, and you can customize the racer. So, we have... You can do cosmetics for the jockey and the horse, but we have to specify... The jockey just is the just races the horse. The one with the powers is the horse. Yes, of so, course. So that's like you know that'll be their magic wand or whatever. Yeah, the jockey, um, the the horse would essentially then become somebody's loadout, right? Like, mm-hmm, oh yeah, mm-hmm. uh, what are you racing these days, Blake? Uh, like, what's your what's your main these days? Uh, matzo boil. Okay, nice, nice. I've been using Rutabaga Princess personally. I really like her <laughs> command skill. Having a slow oh. on another horse is really nice, like an on, a nice on-target slow. A lot of other horses don't have that, at least not yet. I, I, I found one just called Murder Mystery, and their power is they just sneak up behind a horse and, like, stab them, and then the horse is, like, just dead for the rest of the race. They, Murder like the... Mystery does have a stealth kill mechanic. <laughs> they're like the spy from uh, from TF2. Like, maybe they can disguise themselves as other horses or something like that, maybe? Well, I think, I think what was the name of the horse? Murder Mystery. Murder Mystery. I think Murder Mystery gets two skills uh, because they need to be in tandem. I think that Murder Mystery has a stealth kill s- system where, like, if they're in last place, they can kill the horse that is in front of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then if they've made that kill, they get a boost. <laughs> right? I love this idea of, like, mm-hmm. a horse racing game with a health pool, right? You yeah, can knock yeah, yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. out of the race, and every horse has skills that are on cooldowns. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Dude, hell yeah. Wow. And again, we actually... I love this idea of like actually like leaking out horses every two weeks. And I think that's where we can really get into some wild, nasty, mm-hmm. messed up game design shit. I mm-hmm. want to put a pin in this. This has nug ability. This does have nug abilities. <laughs> Just horse horse Thursdays or horse Fridays. Something like that. Horse days. Horse days. We'll, we'll get into how mm-hmm. how horrid we can make. God, those. think of the land parties though. It'd be like uh, just people get together in like a living room with all their computers and be like, "What horse are we gonna get today? Who's gonna? Who's? Uh, is there actually a drop mechanic 
Like are, you have is are the horses on a gotcha system? Yeah, because like you can there like there it's like destiny. There's different levels of gear. There's like there's like there's common, there's rare, there's exotic, and uh, or legendary or whatever. So you can do a thing where like you have to every at the end of every race you get to like roll like a a slot machine or no, something like that. No, at the end of every race you get like one ticket. Mm-hmm. If you t- if you get fifty tickets. Then you can do one summon for a horse. I feel I want to do a thing where it's like it's every race because like okay, it would fine. Make, Here, it, here's what we'll like, set up then. Uh, I I think that we'll have to set up a tier system for the horses, right? Like there's there's a there's a normal horse, there's the advanced horses, and then there's like thoroughbreds. Mm-hmm, and I think mm-hmm. that like every race, if you get to do like a summon, that's only going to be like your one to two star level horses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, but, and you know what we also do? So it's like at the end of every race, it's a random draw and it can come from any of those things. On horse release day, um, each race ends like you get four horses for each category that we have. No, 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 no. You're being far too generous for a gotcha <laughs> system. You're over here like, oh, let's give them horses. Do you know how long somebody has to play League of Legends to be able to unlock a character full time? So without, fucking without long. Without paying like, for it? How much does like, we a League of Legends We will set up a rotation where like horses come and go, right? Like maybe one week, maybe every horse day, we'll like set up like, oh, these five horses are free to play right now. So you can test out these uh... horses and see if you like them. But there's not a way, like you can buy a horse for like a G. Like a full G, like a grand, you can buy a horse full time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or you can summon for your horses and like pull for your horses and hope that they come in. But the odds are so slim for those top tier horses, Blake. Mm-hmm. And here's the th- reason why this works, right? Like, absolutely, a gotcha system in a PvP sis- like game is abhorrent. Mm-hmm. We're going to make so much money off of people that give a shit. <laughs> okay. All right, let's put a pin in this because I feel like if we do come back to this, I feel if we're going to do a gotcha game system, there has to be other games in it other than racing, other game no, types. because people just want to race. Well, no, I feel like you could do a thing where it's like, I, I like it, like, for I guess the best example is Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. There was multiple ways to play that game. There was like, you can do the Pokemon battle thing, or you can do the fashion circuit. You know, I feel like you can do a fashion circuit because there's like there are competitions for horses. Like there's dog okay. shows, horse shows. I feel you can then make the cosmetics a core mechanic for other ways to play the game. And okay, also, I see what you mean. Yes. I see where you're going. We'll put a pin in this and we'll come we'll we'll potentially come back around. Yes. I see what you're saying now. Yes. Though. It adds cuz you know, I think in a weird like one of our things with with you know, the studio, Spiritual Successor Studios, I feel like all of our games tend to lean towards things that have double mechanics and i like well, applying that sometimes they do sometimes sometimes they don't. i don't do. like to put us in a box blake yeah i know i know i know you can't, I know, you but... can't box my creativity my not... imagination <laughs> my my special sauce you can't box this shit all right, i right. go where the spirit you're takes right me. you're right you're right like so uh, like private dick our fucking noir dating game there is only one way to play that game i understand exactly but it's so much fun to do no, two I, games I see in what one. You mean though, right? Like we set up like this fun engine where like you get two skills on your horses, and like the the general play, pe- way that most people are going to play this is by doing like the eight person like big race. Mm-hmm. But then maybe we add in some other game types. Maybe there's a barrel racing contest. In which Ooh. case, if we in- eventually release a horse that has a drift mechanic, maybe that's Ooh. the meta for the barrel <laughs> racing. You know, but not every horse is gonna have a drift. <laughs> I love the idea of it basically all of the maps changing. Um, like maybe each week we introduce, maybe each month we introduce a new map. 
So the horses release really like uh, more periodically. But like one of the maps is just the Tokyo drifting Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift Mountain that they race on, <laughs> where you're just going down the mountain and have to drift around it. <laughs> yes, you know what? I, you know what? You're right. I had not considered the the possibility of other map types, other mm. racing systems. I was. I thought a little bit too into like the pro play scene. Thank you mm-hmm. for bringing me back to a casual perspective. <laughs> like it's so important to have that. We need to make sure our game is approachable and fun as well as being a horrible cash cow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Why don't you give me another I'm, submission? I'm going to I'm going to give you another wizard themed one. And this comes to us from level 9,000. Yeah. Drew Druid drew Davenport at the underscore Davenport wizard glove maker two. It's a snap. Is there, is there a, number one of this game that i'm not aware of of course there's a wizard glove maker well one. no no no. i mean like not haha funny joke joke i mean like is there like a game that existed before this i want to gaslight you so bad that i can't <laughs> think of anything funny to say <laughs> well saying you want to gaslight me is pretty funny ha 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 okay so this is a vr game this has to be a vr game Cause like you can like, you can like, I'm I, the feeling I want to have is I would love to have the feeling of walking into a closet and seeing all these different pairs of gloves that look fantastic and wondrous and are made of different material. And I can just walk over to them in VR and pick one up and put it on. And I feel like that would just be such a satisfying thing to do. And then I could take it over to like my, my little designer table. And then I can look at my hands and using my other hand, I can put stuff on each individual finger, or I can maybe even sew my, it has a gaming mechanic where you can actually sew your own. And it's like its own little mini game where you like weave magic into your fabric. So it's like, like it's like you craft, you are crafting your own wizard gloves. So like you're like you're a little you're like a little the game starts with like you being like a kid or like some sort of low level wizard and you have to like work your way up. And that's like the that's the background to the actual gameplay. So the gameplay could be like um, there's a couple routes we can do with it. We can do it like D&D style where you're like a battle wizard or you can do a thing where maybe um, it's a puzzler. So I don't know. This game is like um. Like, uh, what was that game that you, me, and Joe were talking about last week where the game just kind of, like, tells you what you need to do and then you do it? Fallout? No. um, (laughs) It was the surgery game. Oh, Surgeon Simulator. No. The one with the anime people. Oh, you mean uh, Trauma Center? Trauma Center, right. Mm -hmm. So in Trauma Center, they do stuff like, now make sure you grab the laser pointer and laser solder this thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Maybe it's a gameplay loop like that where it's like, okay, now grab the sewing machine and sew the glove together. Mm -hmm. Now you're going to want to go ahead and grab the Mystic Codex of the Phoenix Dove. I I don't know. Like, I feel there's a great phone. Hear me out. Okay. I think that the reason why I'm interested in pursuing this, like, tactile gameplay loop is the marketing campaign, right? This yeah. is the sequel to a game that we never never created, uh-huh. but it's a next-gen VR game. Mm-hmm. And so all the whole ad campaign, all the things that we're advertising, everything that we're going to be, like, being like, oh, this is the reason why you need to play this game. Mm-hmm. It looks better. Oh, it just looks so much better, Blake. The the graphics, the textiles. The, I would hope the so. The gibs and the I, gobs I, I, and the I don't, insides. I don't the think Half Life. I don't think Half Life Two would have been great if it looked worse than Half Life One. You know what I mean? I feel like exactly. That's, I feel like, like that's just the that's common the growth. Only thing that in we're marketing about it. That's the 
only thing that we're pushing. Oh, it looks so much better. Oh, Forza 5 doesn't look as good as Glove Maker 2. Okay, but what does that look like? Oh, it just looks so good. No, I don't but what it, no, it. Like, no, I need to no. conceptualize how good it looks. No, like. you're giving me such a broad statement. It's like our marketing campaign is just us saying it looks better. But what is that? What is the joke? Like, what is the what is the slogan that we are using? Because it sounds like we're building the trailer rather than building the game. Magic never looked so good. <laughs> it looks like real magic. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Like, Forza's over here like, oh, our game looks so good and our cars look so hyper-realistic. Suck shit. I don't give a shit. Tell me about how good those gloves are. Of course, like, Blake, I'm going to break out a character really quick. I don't give a shit either. But those people about that care about those teraflops and those giga gigahertz. Oh, they're going to love this game. They can just turn it, turn it up to max settings and see the fabric. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'll be honest with you. I went into this submission like, like... Not in, like, the caricature of, we should make a cool game that shouldn't be made. It was like, man, I'd totally play this fucking game. So I'm like, I think I'm on the opposite side of what you're going for right now. <laughs> so what you want to create is, like, a fun I fantasy game where you actually, like, play with the mechanics yeah, of like, magic. You're actually tactile looking at, yeah, like, okay, like I'm you're, putting you're... a phoenix feather into this glove so yeah. my fire magic is going to be better. You like, want to talk about, like, an actual game where you are the crafter for a magic yeah, source I think that'd or be magic so, tools. That would, like, because for me personally, I think games that tap into, like, the childlike wonder of experimentation and discovery and like just figuring out how to like hey if i put if i combine these two things what happens i think that i think there's such a just a pure human joy in that yeah no you know? i totally get it um i don't think you ever played it did you ever play dragon age inquisition i have not played dragon age inquisition that game is too big <laughs> So hidden away in Dragon Age Inquisition, and I do say hidden away because no one, no NPC teaches you about it. Nobody pulls you aside to tell you that this is here. There's a whole gear crafting system in that game. Like there's all sorts of resources ah. that you can pick up throughout the game. You can pick up recipes for different uh, things that you can put more resources into. And there's mm -hmm. a whole crafting system so that you can craft bows and shields and boots. Mm -hmm. So I totally get it. Like there's something very, very satisfying about that. Like, that like, oh, I found these things and I know that if I combine them, I get like a how? bonus to my frost resistance, right? Like I have these chemicals that give me resistance. How, how I have these this? things that give me elemental stuff. I love that combination. Now, how about, boom, how about there's this? my boots of frost resist. How, how, about, how about this? How about this? Uh, how about we meet in the middle here? So this is one of those games, like the end goal is like an alchemist sort of thing where you're just throwing things together and you're seeing what works. You go into the gameplay, which is like, maybe you're just a combat wizard. You have to go fight your way through levels or whatever. Um, but we give no instructions on how to do it. So the opening parts of the, the opening parts <laughs> okay. of the game is like, man, what if I combine this to this and you don't know until you get in the level. So like you walk out, like you put, you put a little feather into your nice wool glove. Turns out you don't cast fireball. You just cast chicken. Like, and you just throw, you just like throw chickens at people. And it's just like that confusing. It could be frustrating yes, too. There's no stats. There's right? no stats. Like, as you combine these things together, there's no feedback. There's no mm -hmm. ticker that's going to be like 5% bonus to blah, -dee blah. Mm -hmm. It's just going to be like, what do you feel is doing better? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then we can also just like market our trailers to be like that sort of same thing where it's just like, look at like showing all the complex things that you can do, but not how to do them. 
<laughs> so it's like it shows you it's like wow like you can cast this you can like you get necromancy gloves and you can like raise all of the dead and they suddenly start fighting for you but it's like you like you get into the game and all you have are just like a sewing kit and like maybe one <laughs> maybe like one feather or a stone or or some glowing like little elemental rock from pokemon or something and you yeah, just kind of have, have to no experiment idea. How the fuck do you create necromancy, right? Yeah, like, uh, ah, yeah, yeah. do I need, like, I think I need, like, a stasis and mm-hmm, a heal. Mm-hmm. I think I need a little bit of a command spell in there, but I'm not entirely certain where mm-hmm. on my outfit need, I need to have that command spell. You need some bones that you can put on the glove itself to, like, make it look like you have skeleton hands. Ooh, yeah. yes. There's, there's and this. Here's the, okay. here's, here's the crazy thing about Wizard Glove Maker 2, because, of course, all of this was in Wizard Glove Maker 1. Mm-hmm. Wizard Glove Maker 2. You can make hats as well. Oh, that's cute. I like that's that. That's it. Those are the only two things you can craft. And again, like, <laughs> but yes, I love that there's like a full like casting game. And what does that gameplay look like? Is it a third person shooter? It's but VR. With the idea of like you being no, a it's, caster. It's VR, dude. Like so, you're walking Fuck through the yeah. level. You're walking through the level, and your hands are the gloves that you made. And yes. when and when you make the hat, you actually have to pick it up off of your crafting table and put it on your head. So you have to like dress up is whatever you're dressed in is your current loadout for the next level. And again, no tutorials. No tutorials. You just like when you, you start have up a the workshop, game, you have all these yeah. things that you can pull around and mess with. And like there will be like a little bit of a feedback so that you know what you're crafting has crafted something. Yeah, it'll give but you like no a little way to tell like a little what it's ding going to do until like, you go out. Yeah, it'll give you like a little ding, like you know, like a doo 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 like when you completed a craft. So you know it's not incomplete when you walk out the door. Yes. So, and then, like, maybe as the game goes on, like, you start having access to more crafting material, your lab gets bigger, you have, like, a cool wardrobe closet that has all of the gloves you've made. Ooh, um, yeah, the ability to start saving your gloves, yeah. saving your loadout between t- your two hat this, or your two gloves and your hat. This reminds me of a really just, like, a fun game. I used to, I couldn't understand it for the life of me because I just was, it was a game that was very hard. It was just called Alchemy, and it was a game for your phone where you just, like, start out with, like, earth earth water fire and air and you have to like basically flesh out the entire periodic table of material and it's like just such an interesting like build them sequencing game and i feel like i want to tap into that there was no tutorials on the alchemy game either yeah we just you know? want we want people to like feel like a wizard like yeah. a little alchemist wizard tailor yes yeah fuck yeah all right that's a game aj do you want to do a couple lightning round things and then we go into our our nug yeah, I got a I got a lightning round really quick. Hell yeah! This comes from Don't You Lie to Me. I know you buried the treasure in your eyes, at dust in your eyes. Destroy all humans, extinction. We're bringing it back again, for wait, a third that, time. Wait, that was the thing. You you remember Destroy All Humans, right? I have never played Destroy All Humans. That's okay. You were super excited when they released an HD remaster of Destroy All Humans, right? I actually did watch the trailer, and I'm like, whoa, this looks great. <laughs> Everyone was so excited and so hyped about our our weird niche middle school game, Destroy All Humans, making a comeback. We couldn't wait for it. Okay. So what what This game is are you parody. Doing? I totally forgot that they redid a remaster. First of all, I forgot that they did that game twice. And mm-hmm. I forgot they did a remaster of it this year. Mm-hmm. But we're bringing it back again, again, again. Destroy uh-huh. All Humans Extinction. Here it is. <laughs> and there you go. That's our game. <laughs> all right, I got it one. has all of the favorite things that you love from a destroy all humans. It has a probe gun you and a lift... gun that makes people's head really big so it explodes. You can lift cows with your spaceship. Uh, 
Uh, what are the things that I see from the trailer? Our guy. The alien a makes snark. a lot of sex jokes about how he likes butt stuff. <laughs> God, this I'm. Uh, I wonder if, like, if I were to play that game, I'd be like, hey, this joke is, like, super not kosher anymore, man. <laughs> well, it, I hope that it's not problematic, but it would definitely feel like early 2000s writing. You know what I mean? Like, it, would... uh, it was a dark time, man. <laughs> it was a dark time for comedy. <laughs> All right. I got one from Alley Cat at Millennium Hoo-Ha. A farming life sim that's extremely calming and delightful for the most part, except for the constant looming threat of something that's slowly chasing you down, able to instantly kill you and delete all of our pro- all of your progress you cannot you can run and you can hide but you cannot respawn do you no, remember it, that really like kind of scary question of like hey you could like have all the money in the world or you can live forever or you have everything that makes you happy <laughs> you but there's always the, direction. the snail that is always coming after you right <laughs> one million dollars but a snail's on its way to kill you and if it touches you you die yeah you die instantly i feel like everybody's seen that question on facebook or whatever social media so it's just that game. So it's you take something like Stardew Valley where – well, maybe not Stardew Valley because there is a – Minecraft, I think, would be a better thing because it's an open world where you can constantly be moving. Um, yeah, you can do it all. You can yeah. do everything. You can have a whole little factory set up. You can have your own little home. You can have – crops but and see, families but see the, and like a nice happy life but if that snail comes into your town watch out see that's so interesting to me because with minecraft or at least you know how i play it it's always about finding the perfect spot and hunkering down and just building outward this causes you to like migrate pretty re- pretty frequently yeah. so you kind of like can take something maybe you build a like a like a con uh, like interconnected cities so like you take something it wasn't executed well but in fallout 4 there was a like trading route mechanic where like between all of your settlements your they would start trading with one another and like growing their resources growing their money growing like their you know their power so maybe you can do something like that where it's a city management system where you're like going from place to place to place um to build up each individual city and then making sure they connect back to the previous city but if the if the snail catches up with you you can't go back to that previous city so how, <laughs> so however you set it up um is like the max it can go and you can't return to that city so well, at like least if, not until the snail leaves yeah so like if you fucked up that city um and didn't set up a trade route the next location you go to has no supplies and you have to start over again basically because you don't have Ooh. access to your previous stuff so yeah, I like you, the idea yeah. of a survival game where, like, everything that you're building could be forfeit at any second. And I mm-hmm. almost wonder if this is just a mod that we can put into any, like, survival game, right? Like, you could throw this mod into Minecraft. You could throw this mod into... What was that one uh, survival horror game that I'm really bad at, but you and I have played, like, four times? You play as the little, like, Tim Burton-looking dudes? Oh, uh, Don't Starve. I love that game. Yeah. God, I Maybe. would... We you can throw a little murder snail into Don't Dude, Starve. Just, just so I can remember, so I don't forget. Um, don't Starve can go up to like 16 players. We should play that with the Discord. Don't let me forget it can, that. What? It can go up to like six. Yeah, Don't Starve Together can go up to like, I, I think it's even more than 16 players. Yeah, you can do I like I wonder if I can servers. still cause the death of a 16-person society and Don't Starve Together. <laughs> well, you did, you did fuck us up pretty bad. at these games. <laughs> Yeah, you're not really into survival horrors, are you? 
I'm not into survival games really. I don't think like I, I'm I'm fine with them for a little bit, but then after about like an hour or two, I'm like, hey, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I'm bored. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> well, I mean. Like, I would love to play, like, with a group one of these days, The Forest, because that's a survival game that actually has a story you need to go through and discover. You now just that I to... could fuck with. Yeah, because you just need to survive long enough to un to uncover the entire story. And then after that, it's just, like, I, I don't think the Wait, game ends. I just have to survive? There's no agency? Well... That, that's the thing that's where i run into a lot of problems like what do you mean by how's it agency? going welcome to spiritual successor it's a com- it's a comedy uh game talk podcast <laughs> um i just don't like games where i don't feel like i have control over things right like like mm. or like i don't have a drive or a goal like in well um the for- like for example like in uh what's the name of that game we just don't starve like your goal is to just like I don't know. Live. Well, Go check out a hole. Actually, in the there floor. there is a story to it. It's basically you once you're in the overworld, you are trapped there by Oswald, like this weird, powerful sorcerer guy. At least we think you actually have to find his gate in the world. And once you go into the gate, it's just you are teleported to various different worlds that you then have to survive in. For us, I think it's like until you find the other gate, the gate within that world, and you're going through it like the layers of hell, basically, until you get to the final world where Oswald is. Yeah, and but like, like in each one of these I, I guess worlds, my there's new characters like, to meet, and my gameplay loop doesn't bring me closer to that, and it brings me closer to surviving more. Uh, okay. And I think that that's where like I run into like like I don't like that like my goal is to just survive. I like to have like a goal goal. Okay, so how could we add agency to this game, to to Alley Cat's game? Is there just like a, are we trying to get to the other side of the continent? Or it's you're trying to... <laughs> Maybe you're trying to lap the snail. Because if you can mm. lap the snail, then if you touch him, it will die. Oh, so maybe you're... <gasps> That's the thing. That's the thing. So you've been cursed... And there's this, this, if the snail touches you, you could try and run your way all the way to the other side of the continent, but you will most likely die because your one didn't have enough material. You didn't, you know, you didn't have But if have you supplies. can touch the snail's back, well, then it will die. Well, I, <laughs> you could do that or you could do a thing <laughs> where like you have to build an interconnected like, like route of towns and cities all the way to the other side of the continent where the cure for your curses, and then it becomes a thing where you chase the snail. Yeah. So it could be like you go get the like uh, the curse reversal, and then bam! Now you, now you hunt now you hunt snails. Now you hunt the snail. <laughs> I like that. All right, Blake. It's time to think about our nug. All right. I love I love I love the glove one, but if we're keeping with cool games that shouldn't be made, I think we should go with the horse one. Here's my problem. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would have more fun talking about the ho- the glove one. Really? But I feel like our legacy is I was, more. I, I, I'm actually very like surprised that you went with the glove one. Cause I know, cause I know like, you know, our dynamic is, is like, I know you like going for the wilder, like crazy, crazy ideas. So it's interesting that you, cause I know you were like trying to turn it into something that was like kind of wacky and zany and stuff. So I'm very surprised by that decision. Here's my problem. Mm-hmm. I like the Wizard Glove Maker so very much. Like, it sounds like such a kick-ass actual game. Mm-hmm. But that is not the mission statement we have here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
So I think that maybe we should fall back on our horse game. Okay. All right. All right. If if you feel, do you, okay. I guess I, I want to go with something that we feel like we can actually build upon. Did, well, actually, we could talk more about like what are the side games of the horse game. Well, like, I think that the side games are like barrel racing. What I want to focus in on, here's my problem. The horse mm -hmm. game right now, I feel like, doesn't have that stink on it. It doesn't have that negative energy. It doesn't have that thing where we win and our players Are you lose. saying people should just be okay with the gotcha game mechanics where they blow exorbitant amounts of money? I'm saying that we need to find ways to make our gotcha <laughs> system worse, right? Okay. Like, Okay. We already have the system of like you do races, you get tickets, you turn those tickets into like the low rate horses. I don't know how do how... they get the premium Here. currency to get those five star horses? And the way that these are going to be different, right? Is like our one to two star star horses get like one two skills, but our five star horses they're gonna have five skills that you can use. What? Oh, I... but they're so rare. Okay, let me because I'm trying to figure out something that's incredibly inconvenient. Mm -hmm. And you know what's more inconvenient than paying for gotcha games? A PvP system where your opponents potentially have five skills and you have two? No, that sounds I, really I, inconvenient. I think getting a full-ass horse in the mail would be the most inconvenient thing for I'm my life right now. I'm not looking for surrealism. <laughs> what, you don't, you don't want to ship somebody a full-ass horse? Like a full-ass living horse that they have to deal with? <laughs> Let me pitch you on this. <laughs> I don't want to ship them a whole ass horse. Okay. Okay. What I want is to them feel obligated to financially support a horse that they do not get. Okay. So, you know, those like, uh, those like, uh, donate to charity things or like, oh, you, you like, you're like a foster parent for a horse mm -hmm. or like, you're going to pay to send this horse to horse school. Uh huh. But you don't get to see the horse. Like, you could maybe, like, maybe you'll get a visitation, right? Like, I'm saying that, like, in my game, there's going to be a horse named, like, Dougie's Five Spin Kicks. Okay. And Dougie's Five Spin Kicks has five skills. He has four each of legs. Which is Where does spin the five kick. spin kick? Where does the fifth spin kick come from? It's yeah. Like, it's like a ghostly, like, stand, like, just extra foot. But the only way to get Dougie's five spin kicks, the really cool horse that can do five spin kicks, is if I subscribe to a system where I am financially Oh my god. Caring for Adopt it's the adopt real horse, the adopt a horse system, the real world horse. <laughs> Dougie's five spin kicks. And Dougie's five spin kicks has been like photographed, scanned, and put into the game and can do those five spin kicks. And maybe that's what every single horse is in this game. So I like this because it it's one just kind of absurd, but also like, hey man, horses get to like get fed and be treated well and, and <laughs> like as a bonus. Like I'm I'm kind of down with that. That's not necessarily inconvenient. That's just like 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 uh, just a good thing can i throw you one inconvenient thing and then we should go to boss fi boss fights yes um if a horse in the game is not used enough they will be taken out of the game <laughs> so you i want to build up this guilt for characters being like hey there's yes. this horse there's yes. this horse that you really like but only like 10 people out of the thousands of people that play this game 
actually use it. So like we make a big deal out of it. Like for, for like at the end of every round, we play one of those sad ass crying commercial like sort of vibe things. You know, like you know, for a dollar a day, you can you know save save this animal. You know, just like really just sad Mariah Carey music. <laughs> um, of just like all of the horses that are about to be taken out or the horses that were then removed from the game. Yes, because there's going to be a responsibility that people feel as like their main, right? Like mm -hmm. if I'm an Adorn Scorn main, mm -hmm. I need to make sure that other people are playing as Adorn Scorn. Please, mm -hmm. please, please be playing as Adorn have... Scorn. I don't want to see them removed. Each horse has to maintain a specific amount of races to stay in each month. So yeah. like if a, if a horse is not used for a minimum of a hundred races, it's gone. It's gone to the pasture, boyo. Like that's and, and like okay, so and that's this like is a game sad. where like our our top tier horses, our top of the line five star horses, you need to be paying for so that like like monthly payments so that you can oh, keep access to this horse. God. And then the horses that are not played oh, at all, no. like the two star horses. Oh, no. They might just start disappearing. Oh, and what I what no. what this means is that we're going to see a like we're going to launch this game and there's going to be lots and lots of free horses. Uh -huh. But the way that the, by the nature of this game, the more pe the longer that this game goes on and the more whales start playing it, the more people that start cashing out the money really start making that competitive scene uh -huh. bigger. Uh-huh. The more we're going to see those low-level horses kind of phased out. Mm -hmm. Ergo the longer this game goes on, the less likely we're going to be to see those like pesky free to play people mm. that don't help us as a businessman. It's, and the it's more the whales we're going to see, yeah. the more competitive money yeah. cash cow people. This is yeah. a game that as it goes on, there's going to be less content, less updates, and more money. <laughs> also, mechanically, I like the idea that we take out horses pretty frequently because that means we can reassign their powers to kind of similar horses. You know, yeah. like electric, electric ball <laughs> is going to have similar powers to, you know, lightning ball, you know, like it's just like it's, it's just how it is. Yeah, so, no one was using fireball, but lightning ball, lots of people are into lightning ball. I mean, those are two different elements, but <laughs> yeah, but that's just a palette swap. That's a change in the code, uh, dog. Oh, uh, we just shift the color. It still looks like an electric ball, but it's yeah, just it's now palette. red. It's just red. It's a now. palette swap and a new <laughs> horse. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. What are we calling this thing? I think wizard horse racing would be pretty good. What will we call this game? Mm -hmm. Is there a fancy word for horse racing? Uh, no, I don't have enough money to go to horse racing. <laughs> so I found a website called, ooh, equi equi equestrian is a word that we can play around with. Equine. Equine, equine wizards, equestrian wizards equestrian that's just like real that's a fucking mouthful and like, <laughs> yeah that's why i don't want to have four syllables but if we can find a one word syllable to throw onto equine equine mm -hmm. something or like a like, ring to it i really want to i feel like word. we need to use like magic or wizard like because that's what the game is you know it's wit it's magic racing and wizards blake i hate that we have to come back to this naming convention that you that you come at Every oh wait, hold on, hold on. We didn't do boss fights. I let's take a look at boss fights and name some of the horses. Okay. Yeah, the boss fights will be horses that are in the game. How about we do we that? We did forget to look at boss fights. Yes, 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 yes. Let's look at some boss fights and see if we can't turn some of these bosses into horses. For those that don't know, we use uh we have a Patreon Discord channel called Boss Fights where our Patreon Discord users can submit bosses for each of our games every week. 
Ooh, okay, I have one from Joe. The main character, but they are a clone given the Metal Gear Solid treatment. So, like, there is a set of horses that are all legendary, but they are different, like, there's Liquid Horse, there's Solid Horse, and there's uh, Big Boss Old Horse. So it's just, like, it is a... It, each one has the same power, but they have, like, varying different stats. Does that work? Yeah, I like the idea of also, like, horse, punished horse, liquid horse. <laughs> and they all have eye patches, and that's the <laughs> thing. <laughs> I got Gnome Chomsky, anarchist gnome. And this made me think of Chomsky from uh, Gravity Falls. Uh, this is from Gazer, of course. Mm-hmm. You remember Chomsky from Gravity Falls? Yes. Maybe there's a horse in there that's Gnome Chomsky, and it's just a gnome riding on uh, a goat. <laughs> oh, so it's like it's that introduces the idea that like there are sometimes things that just aren't horses. Yeah, this Ooh. would be like an event limited horse. Ooh. But yeah, I like that. I like that. All right, I have another one from Zendrika. Literal Satan, but he has the clown emoji for a head, so it's just clown Satan. <laughs> Clown Satan. Now, is this a Clowns. jockey option or is this a horse? I feel it's the horse is Satan and the jockey is the clown. So it's a, <laughs> it's a clown jockey riding on a ghost rider looking horse. <laughs> All right. All right. Now I think that's think enough. about a name. All right. All right. So are we going to do the naming convention where you pick a word and I pick a word? We may need to do that. Ooh, actually, can I give you one that's, like, I, I I just, it's ringing out to me? Yeah, what do you got? Equestrian spell or horse's spell? I don't want the word horse. You don't want the word, but that's, like, that's what the game is! <laughs> yeah, but, like, League of Legends <laughs> isn't called Murder Pit. I mean, but that would, that's a shame, because that would Welcome be Welcome to Gears of War, or as we like to call it, Buff Guy Shoot Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, you're... I feel like equestrian isn't a simplified word for horse. You were saying Gears of War buff guy thing. It's not. It doesn't narrow it down specifically. Equestrian doesn't narrow down horses. It's just like a more complicated way of saying horses. All right, hit me with a hit me with a magic word, and I'll hit you with a pairing horse word. A pairing horse word. Okay. Yeah, I I looked up uh, on. Macmillan Dictionary. I looked up horse words, and I've got just a bunch of different horse words here. So hit me with a magic word, and I'll hit you with a good horse all right, word. All right. Let me look at... Let me or maybe even a horse phrase. We'll see. We'll see how I'm feeling. Okay. One second. Okay. I got one. All right. Let's hear it. Power. Power? Yeah. Power or powers. Hmm. This isn't working well. <laughs> yeah, not a very good magic-coded word, Well, my I'm man. sorry, dude. I named, like, all of the other ones already. Wizard, spell, magic, caster. I don't know, dude. Horse caster. Horse casters. Equestrian caster. <laughs> Might I suggest... Uh-huh. Casters in the saddle. Interesting. Okay, I like in the saddle, but I don't like the caster part of that. All right, in the saddle. All right. Uh, spells in the saddle. Spells. Um, tomes in the saddle. What what what's like a a wizard butt going to look like? What makes a magic butt? I just pictured, like I don't know why, but calling a wizard's butt a grimoire is like pretty fucking funny. Grimoires in the saddle yeah, is very good. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like I don't know if it's like funny. <laughs> All right, what else have we got? 
Um, uh, something saddle, power saddle. <laughs> I got the word bareback. Does that do anything no! for you? <laughs> no, no, no. What about gallop? Gallop. All right. Uh, galloping spells. Galloping wizards. Galloping spells isn't bad. Mm-hmm. There's got to be a, be a a more unique synonym for spell, right? Magic. Uh, uh, Blake, we do words for a living. Bro, we're a couple of himbos. This is not, no. no Incantation, no, no. charm, conjuration, rune, Ooh. abracadabra, sorcery. There's so Abracad- many better words. Abracadabra spell or abracadabra saddle. or That was a sentence, I promise. Abracadabra spell. (laughs) I meant to say Abracadabra saddle, but they they both begin with S. All right. Okay, Abracadabra saddle. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Abracadabra saddle. Abracadabra saddle is the best we're going to get. I mean, like, I gave you one wizard horse I think is pretty good, or wizard racing. Wizard horse? No. Like, we gotta do better. I don't know if Abracadabra saddle... Well, now that I'm saying it, it does sound pretty funny. It certainly leaks better than wizard horse. I don't know, bro. I opened this episode with a SpongeBob riff. What do you want from me? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not at my A game right now. <laughs> All right, fuck it. That's Abracadabra Saddle. That's our fucking game. <laughs> thank, thank you. Oh, <laughs> you ready to go to patch notes? Yeah, I'm ready to go to patch notes. Thank you, Dustin. <laughs> Dustin's the one who gave us a submission, right? Yeah, Dustin, your eyes. No, that was Busto. Busto? Busto gave us the horse game? Yeah, our our, our horse submission came from Caleb uh, at Busto314. All right. Can, you, can we just cut this whole thing out where I said thank you? Absolutely. All right. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> what do we want to plug in patch notes? Uh... I don't know if it's really a foundation or anything, but maybe we should plug just to tell our audience to check out and keep an eye on what's happening in Portland. Yeah, I think that would be good. Be like, hey, some things are going on in Portland. Just keep an eye out. Um, maybe that we don't know how this is going to affect everybody. You know? Yeah, like I, so, I don't know if there's any organizations or funds right now, but I think that that's just in stay, general it, something people should be paying attention yeah, to. Yeah, just stay informed and stuff. I think that would be good. Okay. And do we have anything for ourselves we'd like to plug? I t- want to mention that um, we have that bonus episode dropping. The bonus this week. episode probably Thursday. So or so, which do we want to plug first, our fun thing or the serious thing? Um, the main issue is is I think most people are going to dip out. Just realistically, most people are going to dip out with the realistic thing. But the realist the the realistic thing is more important than us talking about our Joe Schmo bonus episode. Okay. So I feel like we just we just mentioned both, and like I think we should go out of our way to mention on Twitter uh, sometime this week that a bonus episode is coming on Thursday. So maybe tomorrow. That's my post on Monday. Be like, oh. hey, we uh, for this week we're releasing a regular episode on Tuesday, and then we have a bonus episode coming your way on um, 
on Thursday. Go to our Patreon to check out more. Sounds good to me. Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Patch Notes. First things first, we want to mention something in the real world outside of our funny haha podcast because some things have to be mentioned. Mm-hmm. Please, if you are not already, I implore all of you to Google search and look up and be educated on what is happening in Portland, Oregon right now. Mm-hmm. It's really wild. It's really... Well, I think the important thing, too, about it is I don't necessarily know how contained this thing is going to be because if somebody put out an order for... The basic premises is that unmarked vans are showing up at protests and grabbing people uh, and just taking them away. And I don't see that being just limited to Portland, Oregon. You know, like I, I think if you're one of the, if you're one of the people that's still actively protesting, um, it's just something to be aware of because who knows? It could come to any protest and just stay mindful and stay safe, you know, stay protected. Make sure you people know where you're at and keep your eye on what's going on. Mm hmm. And outside of that, we just want to mention that we have a bonus episode from our lovely patrons. Uh, we actually released it uh, a little bit early for them, and it seems to be doing pretty well. We have a bonus episode coming, uh, hopefully this Thursday, where we, instead of cracking a game, we crack a movie. And we're really excited with how it turned out, and we are super pumped to share it with you all. Yeah, it was an absolute blast to do, and mm-hmm. I can't wait for you all to see it. As always... Our intro and outro music is Cheap Shot by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. I've been your host, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made. <laughs> <laughs>